0: This is the Lombardi Live with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VCN.
2: Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM as we welcome you back live from Circus Sports. I'm Patrick Maher. He of course is Michael Lombardi. You can find Michael M. Lombardi NFL on Twitter. Just a note, the podcast just went up, GM Shuffle, so make sure you check that out. Go to VCN.com or YouTube as well. As we got you back, we're gonna go through some news and notes and then we'll get to next year's Super Bowl odds and the numbers as we look ahead. We've got Pritch coming in from the player's perspective to take a look at what happened in Super Bowl 57. But we'll start here, and it's, it's funny. It's almost like the highs and lows, Michael, where Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, he loses a Super Bowl, but his life is about to get great because he's scheduled to fly to Indianapolis this afternoon. That's a quick turnaround. Finalize a deal with the Colts per chapter. So looks like Steichen, as you mentioned at the onset of yesterday's show, is going to get that Colts job.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure he has to finalize anything. I think he just has to sign it. Yep. you know, I mean, I think that's probably the couple case. A couple photo ops. Yeah, exactly. Look, I mean, this is what happens. Uh, winning it, When you're in a winning environment, it, it, you allow yourself to get a head job. I mean, so... And what he was able to do with Hertz, devising the six-back offense that works for the Eagles, you got to give him a lot of credit for that. And when the, the Colts have decided to keep Bradley, they wouldn't let anybody talk to Bradley. They wouldn't let anybody talk to Bubba Ventrone, the special teams coach. So they kept two-thirds of their coaching staff in place, and they felt that Frank Wright's inability to lead their offense was their issue. So they come back with it. Now, I think if you're Shane Steichen and you stepped into my office, I would say, hey, one thing I want to know is is the owner going to be on the phone with with Jeff Saturday in the park as he goes back to ESPN. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Saturday's going to get an interview with any other team. Just, no, just, I'm, just, no, just I don't to, think I'm going he to go will. out there on the limb and guess think that you're one onto you know? something there. I don't think he's going to get one, so like he's going to be back at the Worldwide Leaders so like what it does there we're going to put the commissioner Gordon phone in there and maybe he'll come up with phone? the
2: top 5 quarterback list.
3: He could, certainly he could. I mean, God only knows what that's coming up with today. Who knows? We watch different games, so it doesn't really matter. But the reality here is <laughs> the reality here is is that, you know, you're going to have to work through that problem if you're with the Colts. You know, you're going to have to work through that. That's going to be a little bit more challenging and you're going to have to decide on what the quarterback you want to lead your team moving forward.
2: What's the uh 30, he's 37. His, we've talked about his road. I think he was there with the Chargers, San Diego, was, Los Angeles. When I was
3: the GM of the Browns, he came in with North Turner uh, offensive staff. So Scott Turner, who's now with the Raiders, and Shane were were college teammates at UNLV. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, they were college teammates there. So he came in as an assistant quarterback coach there. Gotcha. Kind of helping, helping Scott out. And then he's, you know, obviously advanced his career moving forward quickly. And that's what happens in this league. Look, the owners, for some reason, like young coaches, because they want to put them in situations where they can manage them around, you know, and so that they have a lot more collaboration, if you will. You know, I'm from the school of the head coach should lead the organization. They want the head coach to be part of the organization. It works in Philadelphia because that's what Jeff Lurie wants. So we'll see how it works. Somebody that
2: will accept analytics as a way of navigating their head coaching decisions and... We'll see if that works. Yeah, it's not full autonomy anymore. The Eagles' quarterback coach Brian Johnson, one of the NFL's most sought-after assistant coaches, is looks like he's going to step in and become the OC there with the Eagles. I don't know anything. Maybe I do. Do I know? Do we know Brian Johnson? Do we know anything? I don't do, know much know about him, obviously.
3: Him? But you know, they're going to keep the same offense. I mean, if Kelsey retires, they're going to they drafted a kid in the first in the second round last year. They'll plug him in at center. They'll bring most of the players back. They got a lot of free agents. The number one thing they have to do is figure out how they're going to pay Hertz how they're going to structure that contract, that lends them to know, okay, where are we going from here? They won't bring Brendan Graham back. They won't bring Fletcher Cox back. They won't bring Bradbury back. They'll still be active. I mean, they'll still do things to help their team. But I think they're going to get younger now as opposed to staying older. I mean, Cox hasn't been the same player in the last three years. Brendan Graham's still a good player. Not the same. He's
2: 34 years old. I mean,
3: you know, they're going to get up there. Now, Hargrave's a guy that really has been a good player. And Reddick
2: was just awesome for right.
3: them. Right, and Redick but they signed him last year. So they have him coming back. Sweat, they're going to have to con- mm-hmm. do a contract with. or You know, I mean, so they're going to have a lot of guys that they have to get under. Look, when you win, you've got to reward the players who won for you. And what causes dissension in the locker room is when you win and then you bring guys in from other teams who didn't win and you pay them.
2: What we can say is Mahomes was taking up a huge chunk of that cap, and they still just went and won a championship. So you can't just point to oh, you can only get this done with a cheap quarterback. Obviously, right? Um, and well, Brady got... taking discounts for years and years, but this it can it, with with some. Maneuverability and being clever, it can get done.
3: Well, but you got to have a good drafter, too. Like, Veach gets the Pacheco kid in the seventh round out of Rutgers, right? Uh, Edwards Hilaire is on the bench. He doesn't even play. He was a first-round pick for him. And Pacheco you know, was that, great in the game. And that's Andy Reid's ability to say, hey, I recognize this guy's a better player and not try to go through that 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 bias that we often do, which is, which is we drafted him so we're going to play him and we're not going to be open-minded to the other players. So... I, I think that's, you know, that that's the bloodline. You're going to get younger. It's one of the reasons they were 32nd in the league in the kicking game. They didn't have a lot of guys. It's hard to cover kicks, hard to cover punts with a lot of young players. Yeah, 31 and 32 special teams, but, respectively, for the look, Chiefs and Eagles. But look, back in the linebacker, Willie Gay, those guys are draft choices. I mean, that that's – Veach deserves a lot of credit for finding those guys and developing, and then Reed deserves a ton of credit for developing them.
2: Now – we talked and Felica made a good point. Maybe we should have invited uh, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, into your office because that second half is that left something to be desired, obviously. But Arizona is expected to request permission to interview Eagles DC Jonathan Gannon this week. I'm a little surprised by the fact that they haven't already done their due diligence like Steichen in Indianapolis.
3: Well, I'm surprised. Maybe they've had had personal conversations and they just haven't requested it. I don't know. Monty Ossendorf, the GM there, has had no relationship with Gannon, but uh, I don't know if they've done anything or have had conversations, but I think obviously he was in play. So let's go through this. So Monty, the new general manager in Arizona, and Nick Cesario are really close friends. They were together in in New England with me there too. Nick was prepared to hire Gannon as his head coach.
2: Excuse me, Casario in Houston was prepared to hire Gannon.
3: As his head coach. And if D'Amico Ryans would have gotten the Denver job or taken the Denver job, however that is portrayed, then Nick was fully prepared to hire Gannon as his head coach. It was down to Ryans or Gannon. Ryans accepted the job, Gannon. That recommendation from Nick to Monty is probably fueling this thing tremendously. And so when they bring him in to talk to him, you know, they can go face-to-face. They did Lou Amaromo on Friday on a Zoom call. So they they haven't had a face-to-face with Lou. Kafka went out there, I believe. And I think Kafka's now in a position where he doesn't think he's getting it. I don't think Amaromo's getting it. I mean, Lou's probably sitting there watching the game on Sunday saying, wait a minute, they're going to hire this guy? What do I have to do? I, I, I held Mahomes to... To, you know I was killing Mahomes in this game. I did more things than he could.
2: Didn't even get a he didn't even get a flight in to have didn't a face to face. Flight.
3: So I think that's kind of where we're going. I at.
2: wonder another person that probably watches Gannon get a job is your buddy Sir Wink Martindale.
3: I mean says, yeah, what the Wink, hell
2: do I have to do? Yeah,
3: Wink well Wink couldn't get the coach job cuz they want to keep Bradley I mean, if it would have been the other way around, if they would have liked an offensive coach, maybe they would have gone down. But, you know, Wink's not going to keep Bradley on his coaching staff. They're, the philosophy defensively are night and day.
2: Bradley's sticking around almost like, Phillips, when McVay got there, where the young head coach can just focus on trying yep. to become a head coach, his offense, and leave the defense alone. Exactly. Which is what Fangio's going to do the So they McDaniels.
3: compartmentalize. Right. Yep. So the Miami team is a compartmentalized team. We should probably tag these in the off season. Who are compartmentalized teams and who are head coaches? see how teams? they
2: differ as far as success. Yeah, I
3: think you're seeing a lot more compartmentalized teams. Like the, the joystick out. And they have two joysticks in, in Los Angeles. They got the joystick defensively and they got the joystick offensively. Callen <laughs>
2: Moore, for those that are just joining us here on the Lombardi Line, v and the Esports Betting Network. Okay, so that's that. I want to come back with some of this quarterback news. Is there any other head coaching news or assistant news that you're hearing before we get off the coaching? Well, decisions? It, it, I
3: think now if Gannon gets the Arizona job, and then so Steichen only has to hire offensive coaches. He's got a, his big challenge now is going to hire who's is going to be his who's going to be his O line coach. That's going to be critical. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing, Gannon will probably – he'll need a full staff. I think Gannon walks into a hard job because if he takes that job, whatever we can say about the previous regime, Vance Joseph did one hell of a job out there. I mean, in a tough situation with a team that was disconnected, with an offense that never played complementary Would he keep
2: Joseph? Would Gannon keep Joseph? Either from
3: different schools. I can't imagine it. I mean, he's going to want to hire somebody from that that, – Eberflu school of zone drop high school defense. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that's like, that's why I'm trying to make it. I, I know Mahomes was great yesterday, but he didn't make a hard throw the entire day. Not much resistance. There was no resistance. Everybody was wide. He made great decisions. He didn't make
2: a hard throw. When you're the first person that brought that up, and when I noodled it, I'm thinking of every throw he completed. A couple of them just squatting in open space. The,
3: the, the tough throws, I think, were from Hurts. They were all from Hurts. So, but that's the way Gannon plays defense. That's the way Eberflus plays defense. They rely on the speed of the defense to turn the ball over. They re- rely on the front to win the game. When the front doesn't win the game, all of a sudden, all the holes show up.
2: Let me ask you this way. Steichen, Indianapolis, if Gannon ends up with Arizona, are they completely behind the eight ball as far as hiring coaches right now? Well, I think they would
3: have hired Vic for the defense coordinator, but it's two weeks too late. Vic's already in Miami. Vic did a lot of work for them this year, but mostly Vic's concentration was to help the offense understand the defense. That's really important. You help. That's what McAdoo Reverse did. Reverse engineer. So McAdoo, when he was, Brian Schottenheimer, for example, in Dallas this year, okay, he did not help the Dallas offense. He didn't help Joystick. He helped Dan Quinn. Follow me? It's yes. counterintelligence. It's what Lee Harvey Oswald will doing in our government.
2: <laughs> Don't get him started. The, what, and to further that, how about Steichen, young coach, Gannon, young coach taking over, do, will they have a hard time staffing?
3: I mean, I think is going staffing. to have a hard time staffing because he's going to have to bring somebody in who's got some clout with Kyler Murray. Like, you know, you got to, you got to deal with that. I don't want to call it the elephant in the room because he's certainly not as big as an elephant. <laughs> but you're going to have to deal with that guy.
2: The guy you called Mayor of Munchman. Yeah, Munchman I can't Land. call we him can't, the elephant in the room. Use, I don't think I could do that. But you're going to have to analogy. deal with it. You're going to have to deal with that. He's certainly not the elephant in the room. Uh, but to be fair, when we were in Phoenix, a lot of chatter that coaches were nervous about even discussing the Arizona job because of Kyler Murray. It's an issue. It is an issue. It's a problem. When we come back, Derek Carr's made a decision with the Raiders, and how about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Lombardi line.
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
5: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? tarian I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash paper What's up?
0: I'm John Wall. And
6: I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
3: To the Lombardi line on V featuring former NFL
0: executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Kind of a sleepy
2: malaise behind us here at the book as everybody picks up the pieces after yeah. Super Bowl 57. We're broadcasting live from Circus Sports. He, of course, it, it is Michael was insane Lombardi. here
3: yesterday. Patrick. Was, uh, you How about move? Stadium Swin? It was packed out there. It was cold, too. <laughs> Hold on now.
2: I, I gotta, and I don't know if y'all in the in control room agree with this, but these people. And I want people to come experience Stadium Swim because it's incredible. My hotel room overlooked it. I literally was watching the game on the big screen. So that's cool. But these people jumping in the pool yesterday, they're psychopaths. It
3: was insane. I
2: I mean, I'm sure it's heated. That's fine. The pool's always ninety-eight. Thanks, Take Elliot. it easy, Elliot. Okay, Thanks, so you Elliot. go get your water wings with your yeah. boo-boo, and yeah. you jump in. Because I saw people jumping in that pool, and I'm like, you got to be on another
3: lap. About the poor cocktail waitresses, they so, they're in. Well, they, they were bundled up like it was. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, they were in Maine. It yeah. was. It, it's it's it was just. Horrible. It's
2: unbelievable. But the experience is just second to none. I. If you just close your eyes and think of uh, Nirvana for sports fans and just also just quality rooms here at the Circa, I can't I can't say no, it enough. Derek Stevens
3: has, Derek Stevens has done a hell
2: of a job. I think he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, Stadium Swim, a legendary spot. You have to bring your friends and check it out. The uh, Derek Carnews is uh, no surprise to you. He informed the Raiders he won't accept a trade to the
3: Saints. So let's figure out why. So why would he do that? So... You know, I know that that quote will get all the analysis, right? He won't accept the trade, but nobody will analyze why is he saying that. The reason he's saying that isn't because he doesn't like the teams. The reason he's saying that is he wants to create his own market, right? So if he trades himself, if he agrees to trade to another team, he has to agree on a contract to restructure. Okay. And that limits what his value would be. So he goes out and spends two days in New Orleans. And let's just hypothetically say New Orleans says, we're going to pay you, we would only do a deal 30 million a year, 60 million for two, and we'll guarantee 35 million of it. Okay, let's say that. And well, I, I want more than that. Well, that's all we can do. That's that's all the cash we're going to outlay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that deal. So once he realizes that he can't get the market that he wants from a team that he would go to, if you're not, you're not flying to New Orleans and spending two days because you're not interested there. That this became a money thing. This became okay, I can't get the deal I want. So now I have to become a free agent to find out if the deal I want is even out there. Right. And then I want two teams competing against one another for my services to then raise the deal. This is about cash, it's not about a cap number. He wants to make cash, and so he'll let the team structure the deal. That's why he was perfect for New Orleans. New Orleans will say, okay, we'll give you this deal. We'll get him in a cap, friendly cap number. Here's all the cash we're willing to spend. So this is all about how do I get the, maximize my cash return?
2: He has a relationship. I'm assuming wasn't Allen with the Raiders when
3: they drafted Briefly, him? Briefly, he got fired in season. Right, he got fired in season on that that year. So,
2: but what? So what is the what is the reason or impetus for the Saints being all over Car?
3: Well, because they're looking for an economically friendly quarterback who's better than better than uh, Jameis Winston, the, Andy, the, Andy the, Dalton. Andy Dalton, right? Yep. I mean, you know, they've got a good offensive line. They've got a really good defense. They've got one of the best running backs in football, in Kamara. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got skill players. We saw them last year even though they had a bunch of guys hurt. They have great skill players. So, that you could kind of once one stop and play. They just can't afford they're in cap trouble. They can't afford to have a huge cap number, but they also can't afford to give away a ton of cash either. See, this is a cash issue. How much cash are you willing to give the player? He's due to make 40 million, he's due to make 120 that's a lot of cash. It's not the cap number, it's the cash. He wants to increase his average per year cash with a guarantee.
2: Is the market right for Carr outside of the Saints? What are you hearing? Well, I think teams? he wouldn't be
3: requesting this. If it wasn't. If it, But I think he also would be requesting this to then, to then see if he could. What you wanna be able to do in free agency is to create the illusion of having two teams competing for you. Okay. It's an illusion. It's really an illusion. So if I could get the Giants to, not to the Giants, say I get the Jets and Tampa thinking they're in competition, then I can raise my my deal Free when, in leverage. fact, they're not really in competition. When you accept the trade, you've almost got to accept the terms of the deal. So he's trying to create a market. And Carr has a very good PR machine out there where he'll get his story to people out there to make it look like he's got a lot of leverage. It's great agency. It's what you want to do.
2: You know his agent?
3: I don't know him, but it, look, the, Palisaro, Rappaport. Oh no, 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 guys, no! Yo, you're right. They all, they're all, they're all in tune to it. I mean, he's they, got good PR. He, well, he's telling them what to say, and the gullibility of the media—they yeah. just write what because he says. Because they want the
2: relationship. Too.
3: Nobody takes it the second step. Nobody says, "Here's why he's doing this," because I don't have a skin in the game, so I can say it right. Where Palisaro, those guys aren't going to say, "Why is he doing this?" Because. They want to be able to come back to it. It's very important for
2: fans to understand and betters to understand. When you see Ian Rappaport break a Ron Rivera story, understand that Ron Rivera breaks stories to Ian Rappaport. There's relationships that are it's, built. It's all to and, give and take. It's Everybody's it's rubbing give and each take. other's it's back. Give and take, yes. And
3: I'm not – that's the system. That's just the way it is. In. That's the way it is. The same thing happens in politics. You think those women and men that cover the White House aren't getting fed stories by people that want to put their story out there? I've been scarred. I've worked 10 years for Al Davis. I was trained to hear a story and then think, why is the story out? I don't read a story and say, oh, that's true. I hear a story and say, who's putting that out and why? Because that's what I was taught. Right. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here, but I was taught or paranoid. That.
2: You're not paranoid. This is no, the way it works. No, I was There's taught this. There's layers to every story. Like,
3: if I said to him, hey, I hear the Chiefs are doing this, he would rip me and say, I don't care what you hear. What do you know?
2: Right. That's interesting. You went to this went to the school of Al Davis. That's
3: counterintelligence.
2: A, counterintelligence. Shout out to Lee Harvey. Uh, speaking of um, counterintelligence, some some of the counterintuitive some of the things Aaron Rodgers does. He's going to go on his darkness retreat coming up here. Uh, decision on the future. Is there it does seem like the Packers are getting to that point where they could be I think they've had enough, don't you? I think they're exhausted.
3: I think they're exhausted. I mean, they're not putting any out. We want them back. I think I think, oh, Mr. Murphy, I think Mr. Murphy has like had enough of it. I think they're ready to move on. And and look, they gotta move on and they gotta move on with love. Big Daddy's even ready to move on. Oh really? Oh yeah, he's ready to move on. But the reality here is how do you maximize his value if he won't tell you he wants to play for more than one year? How do you do that?
2: Is it going to be a Jet?
3: I mean, I think that's the most logical place because what makes great trades? I wrote about this in Football Done Right. What makes trades happen is I got to get that player. I got to get that player. And you become desperate. Or we're one player away from being a good team. The Jets think they're one player away from being a good team. Do you think the Jets could play on the stage that was yesterday? No. Of course they couldn't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, they they think they could if they put Rodgers at quarterback, and maybe they could because he is really good. We have to separate Rodgers the person and the and the Andy Dufresne going in the in the hole from Rodgers the player. They're two different things. Sometimes that gets smeared over. I tend to be really more way more objective because I think the player is great. I don't really get into the 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 mushrooms and the the the, the silence <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, I mean, he did the Tony Soprano thing. He went out to Vegas and went in the desert. I don't I, judge. I don't judge that. He does whatever he wants to do. This is why we play the national anthem before every game. It's a free country. A couple of gummies in a darkness retreat. Who Sounds like
2: something Elliot might be doing yeah. coming up on vacation. Now, uh, quickly on, I, you could recuse yourself from even answering, but there are conversations and rumors. Even Aaron Rodgers was. Kind of perpetuating them up at pebble um that las vegas could be a destination
3: look i think the vegas system, they need a quarterback they should be he'd, he's, he'd
2: be a pretty good one to fill in I with mean, that
3: talent adams the problem once again is how much does it cost you and how much do you get here's the reality if they sign Rodgers and they're really good on offense they still stink on defense because they got to get better on they you have to round your team out you're just not going to outscore everybody i know the chiefs do it right but the Chiefs do have some good defensive players, but they you're going to have to figure that out. The, the Raiders have cap room to make their team better. They need to find their long-term answer at quarterback, whether it's going to be in this draft, whether it's going to be somebody out there, you know? I, I think that's got to be what you what you do.
2: The Jets added Todd Downing as their pass game coordinator, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because people are positing that he has ties to Tannehill
3: and to Las Vegas's Derek Carr. Could, it could be. I mean, like, but they got a hacker who has ties to Rogers. Like, how many ties do you have? I mean, Salah, your boy
2: Salah's getting tied up. He's
3: got up. ties in the closet. He's not. He never wears a tie. The Tannehill
2: got- thing. The Tannehill piece is fascinating, though. he's still got some ball left in him, and there's a new GM who may want to just come out, come and do his thing.
3: Well, Tannehill's. You know, Tannehill is. We know this. You got to run the ball with Tannehill. You got to run play action with Tannehill, and you got to be good on defense. and And what did that get Indianapolis? I mean, excuse me. What did that get Tennessee? They won a bad South, right? And they got knocked out in the first round.
2: One, the one thing you think of when you think of the Titans is the win in New England, and that's it.
3: Right, the Brady game where, where yep. Logan Ryan intercepts yep. his last pass. It wasn't a pretty game.
2: It was not a pretty game all but- the way around. All right, there it is. So we shall see with Derek Carr where he ends up and the big one my goodness you're going to be discussing it all summer long spring and summer and that is aaron Rodgers, who is going to hang
3: out i can't wait
2: he's going to hang out with some ayahuasca psilocybin some gummies let's go we'll come back with mvp and way too early 2024 odds and next our buddy of course mike pritchard joins us from the player's perspective super bowl 57 right here on the lombardi line presented by betmgm
0: you're listening to the Lombardi Line on v Sin. featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
2: Thanks, v Thanks, v Elliot. Uh, v Sin subscriber benefits. Remember, this we're not going to do this for much longer, so make sure you get it now. It's 9 dollars It's introductory offer. So here's what we're going to do. Through March Madness, you get everything we offer. vsun.com slash subscribe. You get the pro tools, pro picks at a glance, pro tips. And remember, when you get those pro tools, I mentioned the betting splits earlier. That's the most popular tool by far. But you get the tips. If you don't want to handicap college hoops, we'll do that for you. It all comes with the introductory offer of 9 dollars right now. Go to vsun.com slash subscribe. To sign up, that's vcin.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher, live from Circa here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's Vsin the sports betting network. We're going to bring in former first-round draft pick, more importantly, our colleague here at VSIN Vsin host Mike Pritchard. He's got the big 50-watt smile going. He had a big <laughs> Sunday. First off, I know oh. you were busy yesterday. Hits all over the place here on Vsin in Denver. It was a busy Super Bowl Sunday for you, my friend.
4: Yeah, it was. I'm still recovering. I mean, we, we should have a holiday after the Super Bowl. I know we a should. lot of people are lobbying for that, yes. right?
3: Well, um, I don't so know why we don't. I don't. It's not that complicated. What? I, where do you see the ratings? If you ever believe why we should have a holiday, where do we see these ratings for this game? I, mean, I think they're going to be the most highly rated game ever I I believe that well we do
2: we do know this Michael and Pritch regardless of a win or loss yesterday I think Uh, Philadelphia they took to the streets in Philly so they went at it they they don't need an
3: excuse to go to Philly (laughs) they they don't need
2: they they don't need an excuse was it an all-timer of course the hold at the end kind of put a little a bit of a it, it let some of the air out of the balloon was it a good game was it a great game where do you stand on Super Bowl 57 with the Chiefs winning there
4: you know, I won't go as strong as an all-timer, but it was a game that we all wanted to see. Like, uh, And I put out a tweet, you know, under five minutes ago, this is a game that we all wanted to see. Uh, which team is going to make the handful of plays that's going to decide this Super Bowl, this championship, too? So, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a fantastic game. I, I thought the performances by both quarterbacks were, were, was off the charts. And uh, we saw some performances in the special teams kind of play out, too. Uh, We saw some drama with coaches and some of the decisions, a lack of identity or staying true to identity. I mean, this game had it all. But as far as an all-timer, I mean, I don't know what we should expect now with the Super Bowl. We had two number one seeds. The last time we had two number one seeds, it was an all-timer. The Eagles were involved in that game, too. So. Uh, No, this lived up to expectations, and Patrick Mahomes with the ball in his hands uh, to win it, I mean, that was a drama I think we all wanted to tune in for.
3: Yeah, that was the one I thought the Eagles couldn't have. I thought the Eagles needed to have a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter to keep that from happening, and it actually did happen. I want to ask you, I I think Mahomes is great. Mike, I thought he was sensational. But to me, did you feel like he had a hard throw the entire day?
4: no no i didn't i i I didn't um and uh, you know that's a credit to uh andy Reid, eric bianney uh michael you know this offense the west coast offense and your history with it too. i mean this offense is so such a quarterback friendly offense right uh and quarterbacks legendary quarterbacks enjoy it when mike shanahan came back to denver one of the first things john elway said was how easy and how comfortable this offense is and uh, and how enjoyable and how fun it was to play football uh, in this offense. And I think this style of offense has accounted for more Super Bowl championships than any other style of offense. I mean, a lot of credit goes to Bill Walsh, you know, and uh, you know people who have been a part of that tree uh, and has has able to kind of change or 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 tinker a little bit with this offense, but still the core essence of uh, of the West Coast offense, I, I think, is tried and true.
2: We'll come back. We'll get to Pritch's points. Pritch always provides three points coming off a weekend. We'll get to those in just a bit. What did you see, to Michael's point, to further this? They weren't difficult throws, but it seems Reed... And enemy they saw something with those little i don't know what you would call those routes michael where they were the two touchdown passes where they were wide open they would well, only were pivot ru-
3: routes the, basically they were pivot, pivot.
2: what what and yeah. the motion involved in those plays as well that threw off the eagles and the eagles and gannon seemed confused and didn't adjust what were you seeing with those plays
4: well it's so tough i mean it's a staple play in a west coast offense in terms of third, third and medium uh those type of situations trying to get a first down or in a red zone, if you get a team that uh, overlaps man. So in other words, when you have motion from outside in uh, Patrick and Michael, and then you have a, a defender that's going to follow you, they have to account and they have to uh, be honest with the fact that you're gonna run a shallow cross all the way across the field. Uh, and so the timing of that for you to run inside and, and sell it, like you're gonna run mm-hmm. a, a shallow cross, and then all of a sudden that guy goes over the top or underneath the defender, and then you pivot back out to the outside. Uh, it is a staple of this offense, but it works to a T if you can create the man-to-man looks. And I think from a personnel standpoint, uh, the Chiefs changed it up uh, to encourage the Eagles to do that. Uh, and then also, you know, formations too. And, and so uh, it's film study, uh, it's knowing tendencies, it's knowing when you can dictate, uh, like the Chiefs knew. And uh, again, it's just a credit to. The coordination of everything for the Chiefs offense and certainly the timing of the play call as well.
3: You know, it was Jerry Rice must have yeah. scored a zillion touchdowns running what we <laughs> Colorado right. route, which is a slant to and out mm. so he th- runs a slant but then he was so good in his hips he pivoted it back out mm-hmm. so everybody played the slant but then he ran out this was just a sm- this was a, a, a pivot route where you're running Edelman ran it in a Super Bowl game where you start like and they were going to cut it to the other side so you can't run across the field with Tony so you want the other guy who's waiting for him on the- you're playing man but the other guy's waiting for him to get there and you saw them give mm. the check and then when they gave the check, he pivoted back out. And actually, Kelsey was wide open on the play, too. I they didn't that. cover anybody. I, saw that. I mean, it's yeah. one of those you got him, I got him. Hey, no one's got anybody. So Is that's that lack of preparation by the, by I the think, Eagles, Mike. I thought they played the play, not played the defense. I think they yeah, were playing I... the play, they were anticipating mm-hmm. the play, they played the play, and they got fooled. Hmm.
4: Totally agree with that. I mean, you know, some so much of this offense looks similar. Uh, to a defense, but it's different. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So uh, it, it's crazy, you know, just the the core plays and plays that, you know, Michael was talking about, you, Jerry Rice was special uh, with getting in and out of breaks and we all know that. And so uh, he's added some plays to this playbook, uh, but you know, the freedom too. I think uh, what Mike Holmgren, Brett Favre to, you know, what those guys and Andy Reid's a part of this, what they established with the, uh, west coast offense are is derivatives off of those routes so like for instance if you're running a basic cross and, and that's a 10 yard 10 to 12 yard crossing route we saw kelsey catch that pass early in the game if that defender who was in trail technique for instance is inside you and he beats you you have a chance to pivot that one mm. uh, you know in in certain offenses too so I, I think mahomes and and certainly travis kelsey are on the same page that way uh, and you see it play out that's why he's never covered uh, because there's derivatives off of things that they do, and uh, you just don't have an answer for it defensively.
2: Well, 21 of 27, 182, he did have the three touchdown passes. He had the 44 rush yards. Michael mentioned he looked spry coming out of the halftime break. There might have been a shot or two because Mahomes, <laughs> you could tell he was in pain early uh, in the game. Uh, to our point, we both believe Hurts – Outside of the fumble, I'm not sure we've seen a better performance by a quarterback in the Super Bowl. You're not going to give the MVP to the losing team, but Hertz was every bit as good, if not better, than Mahomes.
4: Yeah, I mean, I he agree has with to that, do more too, Has to do more, he, too. He right, team, right, right. Yep. You know, and a good sign, too, guys, is when that opening drive, you know, I I, I kind of was shocked that, you know, the, the Chiefs deferred, but uh, it worked for him. Um But with the Eagles to go right down the field, and Jalen became settled, and this moment wasn't too big for him. That's when I'm like, okay, let, let's get our popcorn ready because this thing could be good, right? And uh, it turned out that way outside of the fumble. Uh, and I, I, there's, a, there's a sequence of plays, too, in which I, I think they got away from their identity, the Eagles did, and it cost them. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it goes to the experience, certainly for Spags, Andy Reid, and Eric Bien-Ami. Uh, But I thought Sirianni uh, Saiken got away from their identity uh, on that third down situation late in the game that led to the punt return, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they could have first down, don't take a shot right there. Uh, I think they wanted to max protect and take a shot. Uh, it, it, they threw it away. They kicked the ball away to a punt. That return that gave the momentum back to the Chiefs with that touchdown. Uh, I thought if the Eagles could sustain that drive right there, then take the lead, uh, that would have that would allowed them to remain comfortable and then also apply pressure to the Chiefs right there. So outside of that and that fumble, yeah, I thought Jalen Hurts was was spectacular.
3: I mean, Spagnola had the one call of the game that I think was his best call, and I think he probably would admit it. You know, it's 3rd and 11, he calls, and he went in blood zero, and, he, and he's forced to, he's got to throw it away. And he oh, scrambles yes. to his right, and that's when they had a punt, and that set up the punt return. That was the huge play in the game, yep. because he had to do that, you know. And then the other call that he had, Andy was—they were expecting blitz coverage. They played zone on the crosser, and they tackled—they tackled the crosser for a five-six yard gain, and that's when they kicked the extra point. They were expecting a man-beater play there, so they got crossed up twice. One time yeah. they had a punt, one time they had a field goal. So those two calls that Spaggs made were the two best calls he had the whole day.
2: Fascinating. But the way Michael explained it at the beginning, and you talking about the derivatives, those kind of working off of other plays, that's why Reed and the enemy said they'd only run that specific play once or twice during the regular season. Just fascinating stuff inside. Look, when we come back, we've still got three of Pritch's points to go here on the Lombardi line. Mike Pritchard joins. It is the day after, as we pick up the piece of Super Bowl 57 right
0: here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a paper Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash What's up? I'm
0: John Wall. And I'm
6: CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
3: listening to the Lombardi Line on VCN, featuring former
0: NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
2: Okay, BetMGM has the best loyalty program in the game. You know, I tell you every time, it's kind of like a credit card. You make a bet over at BetMGM.com or the app, and you accrue points. When you accrue those points, you can use them for free bets, airfare, travel. It's, the, it's really the best, as we always say, the best loyalty program in the game. Go to BetMGM.com to check out the loyalty program and the rewards. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. We got you back here on the Lombardi Line. Michael Lombardi, it's a busy day for my guy. It was on earlier with Follow the Money, did the podcast. You can find GM Shuffle over at vison.com or wherever you download yeah. the podcast. Caught Femi
3: over here at the window, Mike Pritchett, caught Femi over here at the window putting a, a ticket in for Mahomes. Uh, no, excuse me, for Tua uh, for a MVP next year Oh yeah, yeah saw him over there. <laughs> he, he tried um... to deny it. He tried to deny okay. it, Mike, but I saw him in the window. He had his fake nose and glasses is on over there i saw him you saw him fishing yeah for that, you know to a, to Femi, a ticket.
4: Femi, yeah he's a sneaky volume better
2: isn't yeah he? no. like uh, <laughs> I he's mean, got Femi every bet. Have a yeah he pulls right. them
3: out he's like he's got them all well he's, speaking of that yes, we got
2: does. the way too early 2024 odds we'll get to those coming up in just a little bit mike pritchard of course our colleague here former first round draft pick nfl insider and veeson host let's get to pritch's points We'll start with number one, and that is comfort leads to confidence. What are you specifically talking about there, Pritch?
4: Well, actually, both sides. I mean, Jalen Hurts' comfort with that opening drive led to a spectacular performance from that player on that stage. Uh, but more in particular, I I want to mention what Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy has done, and you know Spags, the whole organization for the Chiefs. Uh, they got rid of Tyreek Hill, you know, specific reasons. Who knows? But I I know this: Patrick Mahomes and Uh, something that came to light during the year uh, or throughout his career, he's undefeated when he throws more than 90% of the passes that he throws from the pocket. Uh, So I know he's an air raid guy from college, but uh, Cincinnati exposed him a little bit, you know, getting him out of the pocket, trying to help him create that big play with his arm. But if he can operate in the pocket and then make plays with his legs, like we saw uh, last night, look, I I think the guy's unstoppable. And so the patience, uh, therefore the comfort, of remaining the same, even without Tyreek Hill, was everything for Patrick Mahomes this year. They were 62 and 38 in pass run ratio and play selection last year. This year, they were 62 and 38 again in play selection. I mean, it's re- remarkable mm. how comfortable they are, and it doesn't matter who they're playing against.
2: The comfort level is important. And I, I don't know, Michael and I were discussing this before the game yesterday. I don't know. Until Michael said that he got overwhelmed, Pritch, where once the moment – and we saw Nick Sirianni before the game. So maybe there is something to that. But you mentioned it's not like Jalen Hurts felt out of sorts or wasn't prepared. It was – but it's interesting. when I I hadn't heard Michael say that before. I don't think you ever had a chance to experience, but just the moment becoming – this is what you work towards and it becomes overwhelming.
4: You're right. I mean, I I think it it can. You know, I – I encountered that my junior year uh, when we played for the national championship in college and, uh, you know, the, the elongated halftime, you're like you're so uncomfortable. You're a caged animal hmm. because you're you breaking routine. You want to get back out there and play Notre Dame and you want to have a solid second half. And all of a sudden you're too tight and you can't execute. But uh, when we got comfortable the following year and this is how we got comfortable. Uh, so the Sugar Bowl was on at the same time. It started it kicked off right after our game. Uh, and so for the first portion of that halftime, we actually went into the locker room, took off our shoulder pads and sat back and watched the Sugar Bowl. No kidding. Uh, yeah. And, and got comfortable until we got to the time of our routine uh, the kick in. And so that's when we got padded back up. Then, uh, you know, we talked to coaches, we talked to players or whatever. And then we went back out there and played a solid second half. So, yeah, comfort comfort just leaves so much confidence out there.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I, and that, that's what disappointed me about Jonathan Gannon is that halftime's so long. If you yeah. had you have time to kind of revamp your game plan. You know, you really have it's not just hey everybody take a go to the bathroom, get you know, get a get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, let's get back out there. It no you got plenty of time and I don't think they used it well. I think I mean he must have been out there watching Rihanna <laughs>
2: well, it's a, you can find a better, a worse acts to watch than our girl Riri. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Chiefs uh, developed into a championship team, so this is an interesting point. Pritch's points number two, contributions from the young players was awesome. That's well, that was key there, Pritch.
4: It was. I mean, Pacheco started a game too. I think uh, offensively for the Chiefs running the football. I, I don't know if a lot of people thought the Chiefs would run the ball that many times. They started the second half. Uh, running the football that way. And the first, it start, started the first half the way, similar fashion. So, you know, and I'm curious, Michael, your thoughts on this because I saw the Eagles and, and their makeup. And I thought it was a perfect mix of younger players with older veterans that have won a Super Bowl. You know, that locker room uh, was, was perfect for this moment. But I, I think young guys, you know, when you think about veterans in a league, how much they can improve, young guys, if they get it, they can take leaps forward and preparation and improvement. And that's what I thought the Chiefs were able to capture this year. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Michael. I'm curious about that, though.
3: Well, I mean, look, Sneed was a really good player for them when he was healthy. They draft him in the fourth round in 20. He's now ready to be a really – he was ready to be a good player. You know, Nick Nick Bolton they draft in the second round in 21. Willie Gay the second round in 20. I mean, they're getting contributions from all these young players in their defense, which they needed. And it gave them more speed on their team. And look, they had 11 college free agents and draft picks make their team this year. That's exactly what the Eagles had. So they're young, and they were getting the younger players to play. And give them credit, too. right? Pacheco beat out Edwards Hilaire. They signed Ronald Jones. Beat him out. I mean, it takes a special coach to be willing to say, I'll go with a seventh-round pick from Rutgers over these guys that we've put money into and drafted. And so, it, you know, and that's the greatness of Andy Reid. And I think you you got to give them a lot of credit for that.
4: Yeah, you know, and I think as betters, I mean, if we can identify that uh, along the way, you know, because, you know, some people buy into power rankings, and I'm not one of those because I, I think there's room for improvement. And, and certainly uh, we know it to be a get-better league. And uh, But I tell you, the Chiefs, they didn't start the year as a Super Bowl favorite or a Super Bowl champion, but they turned into it uh, along the way, and, and that was impressive to me.
2: Okay, we continue with Pritch's points here on the Lombardi line, and my high school football coach should plug his ears because this one's going to offend him. Offense wins championships. <laughs> That's right. Pritch, this That's is right. not going to go well for uh, my co- my coach back in Michigan, but offense wins championships, not
4: defense. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, it, it certainly does, or, or Tom Brady, for instance. I mean, how many Super Bowls did we see Tom Brady uh, win with a similar <laughs> cast that Patrick Mahomes has? Uh, currently right now right I mean guys that are specific to position uh, an offensive line that gelled together and peaked and played their best game of the year uh, in in the Super Bowl Uh, I I just think you know we heard all week or two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl about how great this Eagles defense is but if you have an answer offensively um, I I think offense wins championships you know defenses can be great they can be stout uh, but if you're aggressive if you can dictate uh, I think offenses can win championships or, or offenses do win championships, in my opinion.
3: Well, I mean, look, the, yesterday, what we said all week was if you give Mahomes a chance with this football late in the game, he's going to mm-hmm. beat you. And you had to have a two score lead going into the game. And, and this was going to be a game where the offense won. I mean, both teams played Big 12 defense. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> Spagnola played, had a couple great calls to get off the field. They got two punts in the second quarter. I mean, the Eagles had the ball 12 minutes in the second quarter, but they couldn't get a stop. They couldn't create a negative play. And Gannon just sit there like a boxer, just laid on the ropes and took a pounding. And I don't think he did anything. But, but Pritch, here's what I believe. When you're a zone team, you have a hard time playing man-to-man. When you're a man-to-man right. team, you can play zone. And I think that sums up what happened to the Eagles. They can't play man-to-man because they're strictly a zone team.
4: Yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. And I, I think you – uh you know, Andy Reid obviously noticed that too, in, in their play calling. I mean, they really took advantage uh, of when they could create those man-to-man situations. Exactly right.
3: And never had a hard throw. I mean, I'm I mean, no. Mahomes is great. I'm not taking anything away, but there wasn't a hard. It was every throw was a high school. Now he had hard. He made good decisions. He didn't throw the ball inside. He threw it outside to Schuster, who gets the first down. But that drive, you had to do something on that drive to get the ball back. Right. You you knew when they took the field with five minutes to go in the game, there was a real good chance you weren't getting the ball back. First down run, okay, got him in second and eight. And then you play soft zone and Schuster. Then you play soft zone on Kelsey on second down, and he almost gets the first down. I mean, to me, there was no adjustments by Gannon during the game. Watch the game and call the game based on the game.
2: Well, fellas, are you ready to bet on next year's Super Bowl? Yeah. Because they're out, oh, of my. course. Way too early, 2024 odds. You can go Chiefs at six to one. Your second betting favorite, the Bengals, eight and a half to one. The Bills nine to one. The Eagles nine to one. You see the list right there in front of you, Michael. So the go- Eagles, I would go the, 49ers, I the Bengals.
3: 9-1. I think the Bengals could be really. I mean, this Burrow kid's great. I think you got to bet the quarterbacks, right? The Eagles should be back. Hertz has proven he's a good player. Bet the quarterbacks. Look, I know Femi's going to be all over Miami. They're not up here. <laughs> <laughs> if you bet the quarterbacks, you, you
2: may be reticent to go with the Niners at 9-1 to tied with the Eagles there, Pritch. We had,
3: yeah, we had Cr- Critch, we had Chris Sims on. He says they're going back with Purdy, so we'll see
4: yeah party I, hopefully the surgery goes well and he heals yeah i mean i think he's a perfect fit for what kyle wants to do way too early but there's more constants than surprises in the national football league each and every year
2: Calm mike pritchard great nobody's work, nobody's better than you all season thank you for joining us thank here you, on mike. the lombardi thank line thank you guys appreciate okay. you guys there it goes you. mike pritchard
3: michael lombardi safe drive home patrick thank you buddy i know you oh, got to we'll see you on
2: thursday you got a resi coming up we'll see you on thursday we'll yeah. be back here on the lombardi line coming up this thursday
0: next big bets with them all
1: work.
0: 18 plus.